Hey, all, Michael Lunsford here, Citizens for New Louisiana, and I have with me Miss Amanda Martin, and she's running for Division M. D. D. <laughs> Division D of the 15th Judicial District Court. Yes. Yes. Right. Yes. So, Division and D. listen, y'all, I'm paying attention to this, and this is, there's so much going on on this ballot on November the 3rd that nobody can possibly keep up with it all. That's why we're putting this out. If you are in a position that you're going to be voting in Division D, Educate yourself. So, Ms. Amanda Martin, tell us a little bit about yourself, your candidacy. What, what got you on this path? How, how, how did you arrive at running for judge? Hello, viewers. Yes, my name is Amanda Martin. I was born, raised, and educated in Lafayette Parish, uh, in Lafayette on 16th Street. I grew up with a mother, the youngest of five kids, and uh, an aunt who had 12 kids. Wow. And we had a three-bedroom wooden frame house wow. on 16th Street. Hmm. And that's where all the kids were raised. I went to seven seven schools Yikes. from kindergarten to twelfth grade. Hmm. I went to Vermillion, La Rosen, uh, Edgar Martin, L.J. Alamon, wow. Paul Bro, Lafayette High, and then I was a proud graduate Spartan, Ove Como High School. <laughs> uh, and then from there you went to USL. That's right. At that time hmm. it was USL. Uh, I majored in pre-law and minored in English. And then uh, I went on, I worked at Lafayette General while, right. while I was employed. Mm -hmm. I mean, going to school. Yeah, we talked a little bit before, and uh, you told me the story about how uh, y'all didn't have a car when you were a kid. Didn't so have a car. how did you get to work every day in school? Uh, we, thank God I lived in a city that had a public transit system. Yeah. <laughs> so I uh, took the city bus to school, and then when I would get off of school, I'd get on my bike, I'd jump on my little English racer, and that's how I... Uh, that's how I went to work. So if it rained, I always took the bus. Yeah. But if it didn't rain and it was good weather, mm -hmm. whether it was you know summer or winter, yeah. I got on my bike. Yeah, we're in South Louisiana. What's the difference between summer and winter? That's right. I cycled. <laughs> I cycled my way out of school. <laughs> and uh, but you didn't just work part time at the university at the at the uh, Lafayette General. You actually it was a full time job. Right. I took like uh, average twenty one hours a semester while I was at U UL. And then what I did is uh, I worked the three. Uh, three to eleven shift, full time wow. as a unit secretary on the neurology floor. So I got to uh, see a lot of doctors and learn a lot of interesting things about medicine. Also, well, it's certainly a unique perspective. So you, uh, when you graduate, well, actually, you went to Southern Law School in Baton Rouge. I did. Okay. I did. I uh, in 1985, I entered law school. Uh, it was funny because I was actually at the time. Before I went to law school, although I had completed the uh, the Bachelor of Arts in pre-law, I was also thinking about being a doctor. So I didn't know. I was kind of being influenced by doctors that, hey, you, you love the hospital, so maybe we need new, you know, young doctors coming up. But then I thought, no, I, uh, I'm i going to go to, I said, I'll just go to law school. So I applied late, and probably about a week before, uh, school started. I got admitted into law school. Wow! So that was that was awesome. Yeah, I can imagine. Now you you did that for the number of years required, um, and then you tried to come back to Lafayette, but for whatever reason that didn't work out. Right. I um I lived in in, in Baton Rouge while I was going to law school, and then after I graduated and passed the bar, um, I tried to get a, a job in Lafayette. Uh, I tried with firms, but while I was working at General Hospital, I was making twenty five thousand dollars, and then. I did get one offer from the uh, Acadiana Legal Services, and they wanted to pay me $19,700. Wow. And I said, wow, 
with a, I'm, I'm Dr. Martin. <laughs> I, I just can't take that. Right. So uh, I just, I had a job uh, offer also at the uh, Attorney General's office in the Consumer Fraud Division, but that didn't work out because there was a hiring freeze in Louisiana at that yeah. time. So, so, so you ended up at an old company. Yes, I, uh, I left um, and pursued employment in Houston. In a couple of days, I got a job at Shell Oil Company. Wow. So I did uh, some corporate work until I could uh, take the bar in Texas. Great. And so you're familiar with, I mean, all things Louisiana. Obviously, you're familiar with our medical industry. You're familiar uh, lately because you did come back to Lafayette. You've been here for a number of years. Oh, yes. I've been back since 2007. Yeah. But I always maintain my Louisiana license because mm -hmm. you always have family mm -hmm. and friends and strangers that need help. So I practice in both states uh, my entire legal career. Wow. And you know the oil field because you work in the oil field. So I did. I, I worked yeah. uh, in the uh, oil and gas section of the international law. Now, but to come back all the way to Lafayette, it wasn't a profitable move for you, but you felt the, the calling home, right? Right. I, when After I left Shell, uh, I actually came home in 94 because my mother was ill and had a heart attack. And she was a school teacher, and she had to retire from teaching school. So I came back to take care of my mother. But then I asked her after a year when she got better, I asked her if she could uh, give me my wishes, uh, just bless me with continuing my legal career in Texas because I had opportunities there. So I went and I hung up my shingles and I had a private practice for uh, 20 years. So you ran a business. I did run a business. I, had wow. a, I was a solo practitioner. I also worked and uh, did uh, work with Chase Bank. Mm -hmm. I was the creditor uh, lawyer. Uh, and also, I worked with other firms out of Dallas. Wow, very well-rounded background. Yes, I've been practicing law for over 30 years. Wow. So after I had, uh, I always wanted to come back permanently in Lafayette because I wanted to serve my community. I love Lafayette. That's just my home. And the majority of my family lives here. So what I did was, uh, I came back. I left six-figure job to come back here. And just to, uh, at first, when I got here, uh, I stayed home for a couple of months. And then I said, you better get to work. <laughs> so what I did was I, uh, I uh, got a job at the Public Defender's Office. Okay. Uh, and you and did that for a number of years. I did that for seven years. Wow. I worked in all three parishes, which is comprised of the 50 JDC, which is Lafayette, Acadia, and Vermilion Parish. Wow. So as at the Public Defender's Office, you learned a lot about what goes on, obviously, in the courtroom here locally, the same kind of courtroom setting that you're running for now. So you're very familiar with it. I had I have hands-on experience. Uh, I worked in the courtroom. I've also worked with specialty courts. Uh, I've worked with the dockets. So I have I'm I'm very well versed in the the courtrooms, how they operate, the uh, matters that the division D handles. So yes, I am uh, very fortunate to have been part of the courtroom where I now wish to become your next judge. So we talked earlier about some ideas you had, some changes or improvements that you saw perhaps uh, the ability to, to impact if you were fortunate enough to, to win. One of those things was something called the Simpson List. I've never heard of that before. What is right. that about? The Simpson List is what they call the priority list. Because there are so many hundreds of cases that can appear on a docket, on a daily docket, uh, the Simpson List is like a time conservative docket. What it does is allows the district attorney's office to place uh, the dockets that the cases that matter first, the cases that are are uh, older, the cases where, that are prepared and ready to go for trial, so that we don't have all these hundreds of cases on a docket that keep getting that keeps getting continued to the next uh, docket. So 
what it does is it conserves time. And we're able to prioritize cases so that we can move through dockets more quickly, effectively, and efficiently. Well, that's fantastic because what we need, not just in the court system, but in government completely, in all of government, is efficiency. Right. And what it does also is we, uh, you limit the number of people that have to appear in court, so then you don't have the overcrowding. And with COVID-19 going on, we have, you, you know, you can place the safety security right. measures both in the uh, safety with the bailiffs and the people who work in the courtroom and the safety for the other people who come uh, into wow. court. All right, well, Ms. Amanda Martin, and uh, look, if you will, now's the time if you want to directly talk to the voters and let them know in your district why you are the right choice for that position, go right ahead. I'm the right choice for that position. There's no question that I am the most qualified candidate. We're running in Division D. I have the most experience over 30 years. I've also tried more cases than any other candidate. Uh, I've worked, as I said earlier, in different facets of law, both criminal and civil, as a solo practitioner, a public defender. I left my job to pursue this candidacy as an attorney, assistant attorney general. Uh, That's right. That's right. And uh, I believe in equality in our system. I believe that we all should have the same opportunities in the courtroom. Uh, it doesn't matter. Just like COVID-19 has no discrimination, justice should have none. Everything should, justice is blind. We have to do things that impact families to make it better, to make our community better. I am real, I am relatable, and I am approachable. I will be fair, firm, courageous, fearless, and do what's right for anyone who comes into my courtroom. That's right. And you are probably the only candidate right now that's on a leave of absence. Yes. That, that's unpaid. So the other candidates still have jobs, but because of the rules at the attorney general's office, you actually have to step back and not be on salary or actually work. You have to do this full time. And yes. My do. job is campaigning. Right. Campaigning to be your next judge. All right. Number so, 76 on the ballot. Ms. Amanda Martin, what's, do you have a website? What's your Facebook page? Yes. It's uh, www.voteamandamartinforjudge. Uh, and then my Facebook is uh, Amanda Martin for Judge. Excellent. Well, thank you so much for coming in. It was a pleasure to get to know you. And listen, y'all, November 3rd's coming. You have to educate yourself before you show up in the voting booth. Thank you all for tuning in, and we'll do this some more. Thank you.